You're listening to the CLE Foodcast with Lisa Sands, the place for delicious conversation on local food and the people who grow, cook, and share it. Here's Lisa. This is the CLE Foodcast, and I am your host, Lisa Sands. You already know that pierogies are one of every Clevelander's four basic food groups, right? Well, I spent the morning at Rudy's Strudel in Parma watching owner Lydia Tremp and her team of pierogi pinchers making hundreds, maybe even thousands of pierogies for the holiday season. And I can't wait to share my conversation with Lydia, a third generation owner of Rudy's that's right in the heart of Parma, Ohio's Polish village. Today's podcast is made possible by Chef Douglas Katz and the Katz Group of Restaurants, Zug, Shimmy, and Amba. Doug and I would like to take this opportunity to remind you to shop local this holiday season. We're about two weeks out until the end of the year, but that's two full weeks you have a chance to support local growers, producers, and makers. From holiday hams to the bubbles you'll drink on New Year's Eve, from charcuterie to ice cream, from pottery to pickles, pierogies, and freshly made pasta. Make the choice to shop and give local this year, won't you? Rudy's was started by Hungarian immigrants in 1948 and purchased by Lydia Tremp's Polish parents in 1975. Now a wildly popular European bakery, it's the heart and soul of Polish village. Lydia introduces new generations to staples like punszki, strudel, and of course, pierogies. I am so excited to be sitting down with you today. And I know, I feel like this is the huge, you know, marathon sprint to the holidays for Rudy's and for your whole team. So I'm very grateful that you're making the time to sit with me and talk to me about your holiday memories and Rudy's and all of the stuff you have going on. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm seriously, it's so, I'm so honored. Like really me and then Farmer Lee, <laughs> <laughs> we get to be I, like, no, like I can't thank you enough. So this morning we've had a lot of fun. By the time this podcast airs, this event will be over, but we've been preparing for Polish Village's Christmas event, which is all day on December 11th. We have Mr. Jingling here this morning. We've had uh, two different media opportunities, you know, happening here. The energy is palpable. What is this time of year like for you and for your team? You know, it's crazy. It's it's like beyond words exciting. And, uh, you know, for, for so long, uh, you know, everybody always thinks like, Lydia hates Christmas. <laughs> it's, it's working around the clock. But I don't think I know it any other way. I mean, it's literally been since birth. And like, as I'm looking into my store right now, it's like almost like, God, it's like my living room. Like, mm. I literally feel like everybody's just coming, coming into my house. <laughs> and we get to feed, we get to feed people. Like, my God. You... Do love feeding people. Oh my God, I'm totally through and through Ukrainian Polish mom. It is like <laughs> in my DNA. <laughs> well, you, I think, learned from one of the best. Absolutely. Uh, so tell me a little bit. Let's go. Let's go backwards for a moment before we start going forward. How did you and Mama and ta- Tata, Tato, Tato, um, become the Rudy's family. You purchased it, I believe, from somebody else. So tell me about that. Yeah, so it's a, it's actually a really neat and um, old school, like, American dream story. Mm-hmm. My parents immigrated um, to the United States separately and met here. Mm-hmm. So my mom, my father fell in love with my mother first date, proposed on the second. We're like, good to go. Uh. Right? <laughs> um, Rudy Belochlavik had passed away and his widow, Anne, 
was left alone at the store, which at that point was at um, on Ridge and Bidoff. Okay. In a shopping plaza by Mr. Fun's Costumes. Mm-hmm. Anybody remembers mm-hmm. that? I do place. remember that place. I, um, as a side note, used to always buy stink bombs and throw them outside the door of the store. There was all kinds of fun stuff in there. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom would yell at me, like, why are you throwing stink bombs outside <laughs> of the bakery? <laughs> what are you doing? But um, I digress. Um, my mother um, was uh, taught fashion and culinary in Poland. And so when she was here, and my father worked at Ford, she was looking to buy a double. It was going to be like she was going to be a landlord. Mm-hmm. And then while they were looking at houses, um, she, the person's like, "You cook? There's this bakery for sale." Mm-hmm. And it was that was a fortuitous trip. <laughs> wow. Okay. So your mom and dad at the time bought the bakery, and then you guys had a really rough patch happen for your family. It was. It was crazy, but the, the, you know what? One of the things, and, and what's so old school about it is Anne stayed and worked with us for years until she re- went and left um, for Florida. Mm-hmm. But Anne lived in Brexville and didn't drive. So every morning, my mom would get me in the car, and then we'd drive to Brexville and pick Pani Anne up. Pani is like Miss in mm-hmm. Ukrainian or Polish. We'd pick Pani Anne up in Brexville, drive all the way to Brooklyn, and then she would make strudels with us all day long. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go back to Brexville and then back home, and that was on, on a loop forever. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. like a grandmother to me. Wow. As her daughters are like sisters to me to this day. So my, my parents purchased the bakery, and, and as odd as it is, my father um, passed away when I was six years old at the All Nation. Like, he had a brain aneurysm mm. while we were selling strudel wow. at the All Nations Festival. Oh, my gosh. Um, my mother was left all alone. Um, and our grandmother, Babcia Oda, who's the, my best friend on earth, she she came from Poland to help my mom. And it was a way that, just like Luca's here with me today, that my mother was able to raise me and continue to work. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Yeah, we were always in the bakery. My bed was behind the oven. My very first Rudy's job was um, to alert when customers came in the door. (laughs) (laughs) And I would just say, Mama, customer! And then she'd come in from the back from the kitchen. Do you think, looking back now, your mom was kind of you know, a pioneer for her time being that working mom and balancing, you know, life and family and even more so after your dad passed? Without a doubt. Like the things that my mother, like I, I look and I mean, every mother, daughter, I mean, I'm sure customers have come in here and heard me and my mother like yelling at each other, just like any, you know, just, just like in our house, like in our living room. But um, no, the things that my mother was able to accomplish, even with like a language barrier, mm-hmm. um, what she was able to do on her own back then it wasn't, you know, a movement, you know, I mean, yes, women's lib and, and all that was prevalent, but not to, not like it is now, mm-hmm. like for her to have her own business and, and, and she raised my brother and I, and my grandmother was here and she's the one who moved here and, and, and bought the, bought, got this building and we were making pierogies for Parma pierogies and President Clinton's coming in. And my mom's like, I can't believe, I can't believe this is me. Mm. Like what? Like, only in America. (laughs) It really is a storied life. And, you know, when we talk about the greatest generation, that is the kind of person that I think about. And sometimes the women are forgotten in that story. God, that's so true. I mean, really, Irene Dever. um, I mean, that, what a story. But there was, like, you know, her um, husband had passed away and the kids were at the market. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is just a... Like what these women did without fear mm-hmm. when it wasn't normal to do anything like that. 
you know, where they were supposed to get, just get married right away and then, like, have somebody take care of them. When they're like, everybody get out of my way. I've got to provide it, and I'm going to do what I do. Right. And Irene Dever owned a cheese shop or yes. a dairy, dairy, right, mm-hmm. for... I don't know, 40, 50 years? Yeah, she started, was at the market at nine years old. Wow. And, and just died at 90. Uh, and I mean, was there. Yeah, and uh, and there are so many stories like that at They're the market, amazing. which is amazing, and that's one of the things that we want to try to talk about. So you sell a lot of different things at this bakery, you know, pierogies, bread, kolachki, all kinds of ornate pastries. Now, I grew up a Czechoslovakian kid from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this reminds me very much of a bakery that I would walk into that I'm, I'm guessing my grandmother went to a Slovak bakery. <laughs> but how do you classify this bakery? Ukrainian, Polish? What is it? Eastern European. Because mm-hmm. I have to say, like, through the, that entire region, like, we sell nut roll and poppy seed rolls. But from, a, you know, somebody could come in and say, it's pizza mm-hmm. or that, which is, we all just kind of have different names. Mm-hmm. Like Kolachki's in Hungarian are Kifli. Mm. They're all kind of the same thing. Yeah, you're ready to help anybody and everybody. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that is really a good point. Um, I have made pierogies with the Ukrainian women at St. Josephat's. And, you know, that's really, it's such a lost art. And that's, I, I ended up writing a story about them uh, in Edible Cleveland a couple of years ago. And it was just such a privilege for Shane Wynn and I to sit down with them very early in the morning because as I'm learning, as I get to be an older person, you just get up at the crack of dawn, like for fun. I don't know what that is. I, I never thought that would happen to me, but hey. And just to sit amongst mostly women who were using their hands to pinch the pierogies. The men were doing, they were operating the dough sheeter. They were scooping the filling. They were doing um, some of the heavy lifting, right? But the ladies are all sitting around and, and they ranged in age from, you know, probably late 30s, 40s, all the way up to like we had a woman that was 90. It was just such a privilege, again, to sit amongst them. Some of them didn't speak English. I know sometimes you, I mean, here you have people that come in and don't. Yeah, I mean, and I love hearing you switch from, you know, English to uh, Polish. And, right? That's what, is that? It goes, it's really funny because everybody here laughs because when my mom calls Uh and I'm on the phone and then it's like, Ukrainian, Ukrainian, a little bit of Polish, some English throws in there. And it's just (laughs) like, we are all over. The important thing is, is that you communicate. Yes. (laughs) Which is so much a part of this bakery. That's something else that I've really noticed. Your role here is more than just making stuff. I mean, you have a team that, you have a great team. You have, um, how many people actually do you employ here? Currently, 12. 12, okay. Yes. And you're getting into And we're your... hiring if anybody's looking for work. <laughs> That's right. It, and I think there's some really good perks and fringe benefits to working at Rudy's. But this is a community place. You notice that when you spend time here for an hour or so like I have this morning. People are coming in. They look for you. And I'm sure before that they looked for Mama. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, well, you're taking over uh, very, very well for her. How is Mama? Mama is great. You know, like, as a side note, it's funny because when I was little, um, Mama was my grandmother. Everybody called my grandmother Mama. My mother was Eugenia, and I was the crazy redheaded daughter running around the place. Um, Now my mom's taken Mama, Mm -hmm. and I'm... Lydia. And then I guess eventually at some point I'll become the mama of the store. Oh, what? Oh, that warms my heart. That's a beautiful thought. I see you getting choked up over that. And as you mentioned, Luca and Maya are your kids. Luca's here today. Actually, he's helping next door. 
Maya and Luca have a very different upbringing, perhaps, than you did. Uh, your role uh, when you were growing up was really to be in the bakery. Absolutely. I mean, it, it was funny because I was just talking to, to them last night about this. Like, you don't really, like, we would not go home from work until 10 o'clock at night. You know, I'd come from St. Josephus School mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and come here, and then we would work all all night long. I mean, I was making kolachkis at age six. Wow. By the way, I totally invented a whole new way of <laughs> paint, because the dabbing was stupid. I was painting it on, and it went so much faster. It's my claim to fame, truly, is oh. my kolachki making. And they've never been the same. I've never. <laughs> well, was it always assumed that you were going to run Rudy's? Oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> I was getting out of here. Tell me about that. As soon as possible. I'd actually, like, in college, I'd run into um, some friends at Lava Lounge, and they were hiring, they were looking for a hostess at, um, at Lola. And this was, like, when there was one little cute Lola in, mm -hmm. uh, in Tremont. And, uh, yeah, I went there, and I, I got that, that gig. It was one of the precipitating moments of my entire life. Mm. But people are like, wait, you were hostess? You weren't in the kitchen? I'm like, uh-uh-uh, we don't put this personality in the back. <laughs> this is all for friends. <laughs> In the kitchen is at night for me, and mostly during the day now, too. But Okay. Well, you went on to go to school, and you had, a, like, some big jobs, very different from the day-to-day -day in a bakery. What did you do? I um, I have a, a degree in political science from Cleveland State University, mm. um, with a minor in international relations. And after school, mm -hmm. I got a job at a, a boutique lobbying firm, mm. and we did appropriations for um, Tri-Seed Nursing, um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was pretty I mean, I was in D.C. Wow. I know, right? Yeah. Um, I guess sometimes you have to leave home to know mm -hmm. that you're supposed to be back home. Mm -hmm. And I thought that I was going to change the world doing that, mm -hmm. where I think I make much more of an impact, even just like just being here. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, all, all I ever really wanted to do when I was a little girl was wear high heels and look really pretty and mm -hmm. come into the bakery and buy food <laughs> <laughs> like everybody does on Christmas. They're coming from church and they look stunning and clean. And I've got like powdered sugar mm -hmm. in my hair and my Doc Martens are all like flowered and, and that. But you know what? I don't think I could have it any other way. Mm. Like you don't home. you don't feel like at this point looking back, you missed out. No. Okay. No, okay. I think that I needed to go and try that and then know where I really, I have such a pride of, I, I love that I'm considered blue collar, like mm -hmm. steel, you know, like steel mill, Parma. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love that I'm expected to dance at the drop of a polka beat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I get to wear a babushka mm -hmm. for a living mm -hmm. and, and an apron. And, and I have this like, did you get a cookie? <laughs> I, did, I love that cookie. <laughs> Who bought that cookie for you? I hope we gave it to you. <laughs> you got it. it looks good I think I made that cookie do you think that's a dime store cookie hey yo bro that's a gourmet cookie <laughs> I love the way uh, I mean that's the thing you you're doing public relations you're representing a community you are a representation of, um, you know, multi-generation, a third-generation business. That's a lot to be, Lydia, whether you feel it or not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I just, like, it's just, it's just what we do. It's just what you do. With Maya and Luca being now in, you know, around middle school age. See you, bro. 
Bye. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Being around middle school age, what do you hope for them? So they, um, they're, they're amazing. I mean, truly, like, I, I can't believe I get to be their mom. Like, this is, like, the neatest thing uh, ever. Um, Maya has had plans since she was, like, seven years old. She wants to be a human rights attorney. She's going through my um, U2 Amnesty International thing. Mm, right, <laughs> since right. she was little. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be in the Peace Corps. Oh, me too. It's kind of the same thing. It was yeah. totally, it was yeah. all about Peace Corps, and I'm going to change the world. Yeah. Um, Lukey's my foodie. Mm. I mean, he... he I told him, I'm like, if you if you're gonna stay home today, then you're gonna be at the store. He's like, I love going to the store. Oh, it is just a, a very different. Where like for me, it was like, oh god, when I was little, like, <laughs> yeah. you have to. But I was always here, like you know. Well, he child. came right out and was talking to me and greeting to me, so I could totally imagine him just helping a customer. No big deal. Oh, he picks progies. He's been behind the counter and uh-huh. helped. Uh-huh. Like it's it's a natural. He's a natural. And as a mom, are you then letting them find their way the way your mom? help let you do that right well you know my mom used to always say that she never wanted me to be here Mm. she didn't want me she always says um she always said I never wanted you to have to work as hard as I did Mm. that's why I was I came to America so Mm. I could work so that you wouldn't have to and wow like you know everybody works hard Mm -hmm. it's just all in different kinds of ways Mm -hmm. but do I now as a mom look Mm -hmm. at that and Mm -hmm. think of my children Mm -hmm. yeah I mean Mm -hmm. I don't want them to have to work that hard but like it's not hard if you love it. And if it's yours. It's yours. And there's like, a, there's a, there's a love to it. I mean, you see, I, I get pulled in 17 different directions. Uh-huh. and like, the ADHD is real. Right, Lauren? <laughs> 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 Just pulled. But um, I don't think I could do it any other way. Mm-hmm. I, could, I don't think I could sit behind it. I mean, look, the, the kids are always laughing. They're like, oh, Lydia's in the office. That means she's on the computer, which is going to upset her. <laughs> I get stressed because I want to, I want to be making you gotta stuff. got to do the I paperwork. Yeah, you got to do ew, the bills. Ew. Hiring bookkeeper immediately, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that what you're saying to some degree is also we don't always respect the traits. We don't always think about the work, the skill, the talent that goes into doing this, running this bakery with, I don't know, I'm going to say that you probably got 75 different products, <laughs> you know, in these cases right now, full for the holidays, running a, a team in the back. Uh, speaking in multiple languages throughout the day, um, and again, also working with your community. I mean, that's a that's a lot. I mean, actually, you're you're out there doing. I think I think you're right. I think you are making a a, gr- a greater impact, perhaps, than if you had been doing your other career, because you're doing it for yourself and your community, your hometown, and your legacy. As I've always said, it is my greatest privilege. It is such a privilege I, I, I that I'm allowed into the home of people from from weddings to baptisms to to funerals even Mm -hmm. I mean to be allowed into that to Mm -hmm. be chosen to serve like your food Mm. at somebody's like milestones is it's just it's a straight it's a privilege I mean there are people who come in are like your mom made my wedding cake and um then um you know now I'm making their children's wedding cake oh I mean it is circle of life man (laughs) That is yes, Kleenex for me. <laughs> that is really something else. I think I remember you telling me just as we were chatting that you didn't actually start out Rudy's, didn't start out making pierogies, which is what I think you're known for. 
I know. Isn't it funny? Because it's Rudy Strudel. So people are like, wait, you make pierogies. To this day, oh. you make pierogies. But really, like, that's what we're not. We're, because we have got the crazy pierogies. I'm always up for, mm-hmm. um, and I get judged a lot for making wild pierogies. <laughs> but uh, I always say somebody had to make the first potato and cheese, and they were probably considered crazy, too. <laughs> Interesting. What, you know, going back to the mother country, what is a typical or average pierogi filling, just like potato and... It's the- potato and potato cheddar, and like, because um, in Eastern Europe, like, it, and it really kind of goes in your village and where you are in the country. Okay. What's flourishing there? Like, you, you know, Cabbage, so, sauerkraut. Cabbage, sauerkraut, you know, that's what th- th- was able to be grown. And then things were definitely pickled then mm-hmm. during, you know, after harvest. And, and potatoes were really easy, and they were... So what can you make without, you mm-hmm. know, like you've got flour, you got water, you can grab a couple of potatoes. It mm-hmm. was, it was more than just mm-hmm. cuisine. It was like, like it, it saved lives. Yeah. No, it was, um, well, we, we kind of call it peasant food, peasant, right? And I love everything by the way. I get to do peasant food. Like, yeah. This yeah. So cool. Yeah. That's the stuff that people did when times got tough right. and it filled your belly. And as a, you know, as a mom or a grandma, you're cooking for the, you know, your, your responsibility was to feed your family. Right. And your responsibility still is to feed a, a bunch of families. So I'm sitting here looking at a case full of pierogi. It's like your marathon uh, Super Bowl time of uh, of pierogi making, I would guess, except for maybe Lent. Is, is now busier than Lent? No, the six weeks of life. So I always say, like, um, to most of my friends and, and family, like, peace out in October, and I'll see you <laughs> at, at Dingus Day in, like, March or April. Mm-hmm. Because this is, like, this is our busiest time. Mm-hmm. But to go back, like, I we did, so pierogies yeah. came to Rudy's by accident. Oh, tell me that story. So when Mama and Tato purchased Rudy's um, from the Belichlovics, it was known for strudel mm-hmm. and penny candy and then mama brought kolachkis and okay. she like invented this like and anybody who knows my kolachki they are like the best kolachkis ever they are so good I had some raspberry <laughs> ones so good um Bobtev was just she was making pierogies and somebody came in and was like oh what is she making to my mom and mm-hmm. she's like oh those are I'll never forget it as long as I live oh that's pierogies we were making dinner mm. and he's like oh my god that's great I need 10 dozen it was for a restaurant wow I want to say it was the Mad Greek. Oh, wow. I knew it was crazy. <laughs> and then it was funny. It's like they used to come in then bring us filling for samosas. Oh. And then we would put that, that filling in the program and then they would deep fry Sure. Them. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. makes sense. But um, every culture has a stuffed dough right? thing. Right? You have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but and then I mean, then we went wild, and then it was all progies. Mm. And then I know you do the traditional stuff, but the thing that you've also been known for are some of your like as you said, some of your wild fillings? <laughs> uh, it, we're going into the holiday season. It, the whole reason why we're here and that we've been here this morning was because we had we we're doing a little photo shoot, a little media with Mr. Jingling, right? It's a so holiday fun. nostalgic figure in Cleveland's history. Oh my gosh, my door's broken. Hang on. Oh, yep. It's gonna be very expensive. So buy a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so funny. I was like, what do you mean your door is broken? <laughs> it just goes to show you, you you do everything here. <laughs> you do everything here. All right, let's go back and talk about the pierogies. So yeah. it's the time of year when 
families are coming in, they're getting pierogies. You know, it's winter in Cleveland, right? It's cold. You want a pierogi. Then you've got the holidays. But now you're creating a couple of fun, special, promotional things just to get people excited. So what have you got going on? Yeah, it's so exciting that we're kind of seems like we're going to be able to have like Christmas, like yes. Cleveland style this year, which yes. is amazing. The Mr. Jingling's back. And I think more than ever, we kind of really needed that. Mm, I think like, we did too. We need, like Maria, who works in the in the progy room, when she saw him, like started crying. She's like close to 80, like started to cry. And she's like, those were the best times. Oh. Those were like, okay, I'm choking up again too. <laughs> right. Um, it was because it moved her. Mm-hmm. It was so, so special. So in honor of Mr. Jingling, we got um, the Silver Grill from Higby's recipe book. Yes. Which was like beautifully written and it was so fun to actually Very go. well known to a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I didn't know like that, but like to go back and look at all these like old school recipes, mm. you know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. these reductions, and, and which I love. I'm pleased. Yeah, it's I, I very, love my it, fine dining. At its core, it's very simple food. It's such mm-hmm. simple food, but like those were such simple times. Yes. It's almost like a correlation. So we went with the chicken pot pie. And you made a pierogi with chicken pot pie? With chicken pot pie, yes. Oh, that feels like something that should have been done before. Why is nobody? I was shocked. <laughs> I looked. I looked everywhere. Hi, honey, how are you? I looked everywhere. Um, Like chicken pot pie. Like, I don't want to be that copycat yeah. girl. Yeah. No one. Oh. Like, that's pretty basic. Yeah, and now how people, did we not come now up with people this? will Thank be you. copying you. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you've got that um, uh, in the background here. I don't think it's going to pick up on the podcast, but you've got uh, a Christmas story film uh, on loop here in the very decorated festive store, and you have a pierogi that honors the Christmas story, right? Yeah, absolutely, it's the meatloaf, meatloaf, double beetloaf. I hate meatloaf pierogi <laughs> in honor of Cleveland's Randy, fav- our favorite picky eater, Randy. Yes, we the, have the that kid in the pink bunny suit. Yeah, absolutely. What is in that meatloaf schmeatloaf? What is it? Double, Double beetloaf. Yes, I, hate I hate meatloaf. meatloaf. Okay. It is uh, exactly what Randy has on his plate when he's like not going, then he's going to eat like a piggy from the trough. <laughs> uh, so it's meatloaf, potatoes, um, some gravy, parsley, of course, and then um, it's served with a side of. Um, Sour cream infused with ketchup and Worcestershire. I Ooh. could never say that word properly. Worcestershire. You did it good. You did, did okay. It, did it okay. Uh-huh. Um, sauce, which by the, it's so good. Like it sounds crazy, but it's seriously, it is amazing. It sounds delicious. I think you packed some up for me, so I'm very excited. I might have to <laughs> eat those tonight. So Christmas time for you, for the family, for the bakery, it's prime time. You're busy. The kids are helping. It's all hands on deck. What do you notice about the community and the store and... Uh, what comes to your mind when you think about Christmas time related to Rudy's strudel? Okay, I'm gonna choke up. <laughs> I, like I wanted to. I wanted to make show. you cry at least twice. <laughs> um, I just I, I we're we're it's old school Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's like the, mm-hmm. the Cleveland of like yesteryear that that can like you know you know we we go with the times but like we're still footed deep in like the history and roots mm-hmm. of our community of our of our recipes i mean things do not change like that klatchki recipe is going strong same with mm-hmm. pierogi and strudel it is the same exact strudel recipe that that was procured by mr rudy belaklavic mm-hmm. who's a famous violinist he's like apparently amazing he was a, on he the was violin. a violinist and he had a bakery yeah wow is that crazy? That is and crazy. They live, like they were, they started at 48th and Store, which I went to look and see the old building. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it saved a lot of the memorabilia of the old store. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it is not like it was <laughs> at 48th and Store, but um, they lived upstairs. Oh, and it was almost like yeah, a grocery there yeah. too. I mean, it was just like that it, was kind of the old way of doing things. It's kind of smart and mm -hmm. kind of crazy too. Like, right. glad that I'm in Lakewood <laughs> because I probably just never leave here. <laughs> right, right. All you really need is an office and a couch. Yes. Like you don't need to move in up upstairs <laughs> or whatever. Um, what, like, what was part of your family's holiday, given that the bakery was so busy? What was it like? How did you and Mama celebrate after all the hard work was done? Wow, that one. Um, Is that going to make you cry? Oh, God. I'm like thinking I'm about to start bawling. I'm looking for tissues. You know, it's, um, it, it might be difficult to even, like, explain or understand, but... Um, you know, Christmas Eve mm -hmm. was always, back then, the busiest day of the year. Everybody went to church and then came here. Mm, yeah. And then we would go to, um, we would go to Midnight Mass. Yeah. My mother stayed up for Midnight Mass is crazy Yeah, because she me. was probably up at like 2 a.m. the day before. <laughs> she's so she's just like, you start running on just like yeah. adrenaline. So we would have our, you know, 12-course meal, mm -hmm. which is a traditional Ukrainian-Polish um, mm -hmm. vigilia. Mm -hmm. um, and you're eating pretty late because you've, at this point, shut the bakery down, right, at like 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock? Yes. Wow. There was the one year that um, my mom did a, a, we had done well, like, it was a good year for her. Mm -hmm. And so she put out a, a reclama like a ad mm -hmm. um, to pass out like any senior citizens mm -hmm. in Parma that weren't going to be able to have um, their their traditional Ukrainian slash Polish yeah. Christmas Eve that we would deliver it. Oh. So she made these these boxes and went home to celebrate Christmas while I went and delivered them all. What was in there? What was it the was part? It was kucha. You always start with kucha, which is like a buckwheat poppy seed. Um, it's like a, almost like a pudding. And the reason that is eaten for it's a dessert that's mm. eaten first because um, they, you would fast for so long. You'd okay. have to fast for like the entire week. And so the blood sugar would follow. Mm. So you had to do, had to have that first mm -hmm. and then you would continue. So then it had pierogies and then ushka, which is like my favorite food in the world. Mm. It's um like almost like baby um, mushroom filled dumplings Ooh. that go inside the borscht. Oh. And then you've got the fish. <laughs> like we used to always do a herring. Yeah. And um, yeah, so she had created. She made all of that in addition to the bakery stuff. Yes. And then you delivered it. Before yes. you sat down to Christmas Eve dinner, yeah, I think it was about like nineteen or twenty. It was that was a that was a huge privilege and wow, kind of a um, an opportunity. Hi, what is? Oh, I saw your dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's Miss Donahue. Hello. That's a customer of mine. <laughs> Her father's been coming in since I was a child, literally. And the oh. reason I always remember Mr. Donahue because I used to type up the, all the orders. Yes, and he, they were always he always called raspberry red raspberry klotchki. Oh. And there was something about Just that you that remember was so it. special to me. So Mr. Tanahu, now his daughter, comes in. Uh, you know, we've touched on so many themes in this discussion, um, in this conversation. What I'm hearing and what resonates for me is you had a good year and Mama said, how can I help others? Yeah. Uh, that's not everyone teaches that. That's a really big deal. And I, and I see the generosity in you when people come in who need a little extra love and attention. Diane Dever that mm -hmm. came in, um, just, you know, mourning and mourning her mom, a fixture at the West side market in this place. I think you said you sort of have parallel lives. Very parallel. Yeah. And, um, there's a lot of those stories in Cleveland. There's a lot of that happening. And I think, you know, whether it's Kate's fish 
um, Irene Devers, uh, Rudy's strudel, the handoff to that next generation is really a big deal. And a lot of the play, a lot of people aren't doing it. I'm making, oh my gosh, I'm making her cry. But the spirit is there. And, you know, also um, the traditions, the way we used to live, you and I are very close in age. Midnight Mass is not something a lot of people do anymore. Or, you know, the, um, we got really consumed, I think, with the buying and the running around right. and all of that stuff. And I think the fact that stores are not, that did, they did not uh, open on Thanksgiving this it. year. I felt it was so great to drive. I had to, um, I went actually to an exercise class on Thanksgiving oh morning. Oh my God, you're crazy. And um, well, you know, you, you exercise <laughs> like, and then you I want to be you. Lot. Like I need to do that. Um, and uh, well, the turkey was in, so no big deal. But driving past a chain grocery store and seeing it, it completely empty, seeing the parking lot empty is not something that we've really seen in the last several years. So I think that's, you know, when I think of this last year, and I actually want to ask you kind of how you all persevered through this last year. When I think of this last year, almost two years, really, when you Seriously, think of it. Like, it's like, like it's nuts. Twilight Zone. It I, is. It's like, like we were transported to a different place. We rediscovered things. And I feel like I feel that this holiday season. And I think some of the things that you always get to tap into at Rudy's, being a small community business on a corner of a major road in Parma with multi-generational families coming here to get food from you. I, th I feel like you get, I don't know if you've ever lost that, but I think a lot of us lost that. What do you I think? I can see that. Mm -hmm. Like it is... Um I, 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 again, I can't believe I get to like for for so for all these generations, these years that I'm allowed into. Hold on, there's an order. No, Jen, what's no, up? Oh, it's okay. Lisa, will allow. yeah, no worries. It's Hi, honey, what's up? Yeah, what do you? I mean, do you feel like you've been able to hang on a little bit of the old world and bridge to the new world to modern times? Do you feel like that's what you are? I do, in a way. Um, I love that, like, the, again, that the, the we're, like, footed in the community and, and into, like, it's old, it's old school. It's, like, history. Mm -hmm. You know, since 1948. And, and, and the families that have come in. And, and, and I know we hustle. There's There are not many machines in here. Mm -hmm. We got an old Hobart, you saw. Mm -hmm. the, you mm -hmm. know, the sheeter mm -hmm. and that. And, um, you know, handmade. Yeah. Well, and when I see, like, I'm not facing the entrance, but you are. And I see your, I can tell when someone comes in the door and I see your eyes light up. Uh, you know, well, probably 99% of people walking in this store. Absolutely. Hi, Luca. Hi, Luca. <laughs> <laughs> Luca's back. Luca's back. He was working at the record store. And All now he's right. got to get back to Rudy's and work. Luca, come here for a second. Yeah. This is, this is the son of Lydia. Luca, Luca, I understand that you're a foodie. You love food and you like cooking. Tell me about that. Um, where do you begin? You, um, <laughs> you like to order new things off oh, menus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're like a great progi packer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you like doing here at the at Rudy Strudel. Tell me what, how are you helping this year? Can you talk into the microphone for me? Packing progies, maybe. Um, yeah, you pick pierogies. Yeah, when I'm here, I like to help, and sometimes I um, go up front and do the customer service. I feel like you would be fantastic at customer service because you came right out and greeted me, and I really appreciate that. How old are you? 
Uh, 11. 11. Okay, so you're starting to think about what you might want to do. Yeah. Do you like spending time here? Yeah. That's excellent. All right. Well, your mom's pretty cool. I think she's awesome. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right, good. Well, you can go do your thing with your phone or whatever you need to do. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Bye, Luca. Bye. <laughs> well, we probably should wrap up and let you get back to the business of um, being this bakery fixture in Parma, Cleveland, Northeast Ohio. Um, I know. I know. You just, it is, uh, the, you, I love, I love what you represent. I love that you're feeling your feelings and you don't take any of this for granted. You know that a lot of this is on your shoulders. It, it, it there is a lot. Um, it's, uh, and it's, it's very different this year. Like, um, you know, like I, I, I think about, you know, growing up here and, and, you know, it was my brother, my mother, my father, mm-hmm. my grandmother and I, and, you know, now I hear, hi, I am, now I hear, I stand here alone, mama helps, you know, when she can, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. now I've got my, 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 my children here, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's kind of a, you know, it's transitional, and um, I just want to, I, I want to, I want to make them proud, and, and I want to make the city proud, you know, and I want to be able to, to make sure that we we always have this like Cleveland history and our old school food because we you know it, it will change but some things j- just just don't and shouldn't I think that's a fantastic way to end this interview Lydia it's been my pleasure I admire you I admire you oh. I don't know how the heck you do all this <laughs> you're my hero you're like totally my inspo well <laughs> I'm inspired by you and your energy and your commitment Um, to the city that you love. So thank you for being you. And um, I'm just going to end this by saying, if you're unfamiliar with Rudy Strudel, uh, what's your address? Um, 5580 Ridge Road in the heart of Polish Village in beautiful Parma, Ohio. That's right. They've expanded their hours getting ready for the holidays. If you're looking for pierogies, if you're looking for uh, bread, if you're looking for kolache, um, you know, they just have a case full. I can't even describe all the things in the case, but we'll put some pictures up on our CLE Foodcast Instagram. And you've just got to come over to Polish Village and experience, you know, right a couple of streets away. There's great meat stores. There's places where you can get um, stuffed cabbage, all of those, you know, foods that, you know, they're lost arts. People aren't making them. I am not making stuffed cabbage at my house. I am probably not making a pierogi in my house because it is, it is. How are you supposed to do all that? That's, There's no it, way. Let me do it. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Let Lydia do it. All right, Lydia. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Can I say one more thing? You know, my mama always said, um, you come in as a customer, but you leave as family. Mm. And there are times that customers have jumped off out of line like during Punchki Day and just got in the back and started helping us like, <laughs> wait on people. Like it is a... I don't know that there's any other place around. Like it's a, it's craziness. It's like seriously, just our, like our family room. It is. You said it's like your living room, like your family room, and that's exactly what you've built here. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you. The CLE Foodcast is a project of Fork in the Road Productions. My sound engineer is Bill Connors. We're approaching the end of the year, and we have one more episode to close out 2021. When we look back at the year in food in Northeast Ohio and beyond. I want to wish all of the CLE Foodcast listeners a wonderful holiday season and express my gratitude for the gift of your time that you give me every time you listen to one of these episodes. Until next week, remember, stay hungry, be kind, and always, always set a bigger table.